Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hey, yo, what it is, Duke City. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. Got an absolute banger of a program for you today. The boys made a new Brought friend. Brought to you by Day of the... The boys made a new friend. No matter uh, what that little piece of a commercial just told you, <laughs> we're not ready for that. Speaking of that, back at the Cumulus Studios, producer Steph Griffin is there. How's it going, Steph? Hello. Sorry about that. How it's okay. I mentioned something about a new friend, and I love making new friends. A new friend of the show... Perico's Restaurant. The boys are live from Perico's right now. Just a shade south of Rio Grande on Isleta. I'm excited to be here. Hey, I love this food for uh, almost 15 years. Because I've been in Albuquerque for almost 15 years. And uh, anything Perico's is on my map. Get down here. We got promotions here. Uh, we're giving away some Lobo tickets. Looks like we have some books. Looks like we have some DVDs. If you still own a DVD player, boy, do I have a surprise for you. We have DVDs. How exciting. Come get some Lobo tickets for San Diego State on November 17th. And speaking of new friends, we got an old friend in the house. Been a contributor to ABQ Central. Been a contributor to two men on you know him you love him vernon Koontz. what's happening my man what's going on man how you doing doing good dude beautiful day on the back patio here at pericos yeah man i like this baseball this turf right here i'm right re- yeah we got a baseball turf out here and i know we both played baseball we did in the mabl you played baseball college yeah yeah i mean do you got that itch just sitting here seeing this turf i do a little bit but i don't like playing on it i mean you even <laughs> yeah i'm a natural gla- uh, grass guy as you, well. same here oh, i'm an no outfielder doubt. i don't like diving on this stuff and your skin laying out on that turf that's, yeah, that's not and, fun and i'm a pitcher and i don't want you to lay out i want to hit pop flies right to you see there you so, go there you go yeah you're extra ready because you got your bo jackson royals jersey on I got, right i now got too. the throwback on man I, I, come on bo was an athlete man speaking of ready the new show premieres this Saturday, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, right here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. Chop it up with Vern K. Boom, baby. Yeah, let's go, man. I'm excited. It's, it's, it's been, been in the works, and it's here. It's finally here. So Saturday, we're going to get it cracking. I know, um, loyal listener, I know friend of the show, and I know... Just about every Burkano already knows who you are, <laughs> but just in case they don't, let's hear up a little bit about Vern. All right, uh, let's see. Okay, you're you're a sports fan. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm talking baseball, uh, football, basketball, um, college football, college sports. I mean, you name it. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of being an athlete in general. 
You were an you were an athlete. You still are an athlete. I'm old now, man. I don't know. You've done about everything in the sports world <laughs> that you can do here in Albuquerque, except for have your own show. Yeah, that's and true. And now you do. That's true. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm ready to, you know, produce some good content on Saturday mornings and bring you local and professional sports. We're going we're going to chop it up. That's 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 the theme. So, what is the friend of the show? What is a loyal listener? What are they going to expect every Saturday morning? Man, we're going to have surprise guests um, on Saturday mornings. We're going to cover college football. We're going to talk NFL, any kind of hot takes. We're going to have callers call in. Um, you, you name it, we're going to cover it. So it's going to be fun. We're going to interview high school coaches because I do the high school game of the weeks on TV on my UPN for ProView on Friday nights. So I'm around the high school football um, world. So we're going to you know interview some kids. Um, some top athletes that are getting looked at across the state, so that'll that'll be fun. I'm excited for high school football this year because it's not all Rio Rancho and Cleveland for once. It is not. Like, they have some competition for the first time in a while. It is not, and so our first game this year, we had La Cueva at Rio, Rio Rancho. Rio, as you know, um, lost in the championship last year to Cleveland, and I predicted, I'm, I'm going to say it again, depending on seedings, obviously, I think it's going to be La Cueva and, and, and Cleveland Ooh, in the championship. Hot take. Hot or, take. now hear me. Uh, here we go. you got to watch out for them Hobbs Eagles. Not happening. Led by my cousin, one coach, Ken Stevens. I'm excited for what they're doing and the, the program that they're working on over there. They are actually uh, putting together a good program. It really is just going to come down to, to seedings, um, who gets seated in what bracket and who goes to play elsewhere. Um I haven't seen Hops play in person, but I do know they're they're a good program, and I also know Centennial. Um, they came back and beat Cleveland game uh, week one in Cleveland, so in their house. So, um, and I I haven't seen Centennial High School play, but I have heard that they do have a big line, a uh, big O line, and a big D line. Which in high school out here in the state of New Mexico, that's key. You you get a good O line, and you surround them with athletes. I mean, you can pretty much do anything offensively at that point. We'll hit a little more high school football later in the program, but I want to talk a little Thursday night football because that is the reason we are here today, and we will start being here more frequently on Thursdays as new friend of the show, Pericos, is in the house. We are at the – I mean, there's Pericos all across the Albuquerque area, but we are at the one shade south of Rio Bravo on Isleta. We're out here at the back patio. The weather could not be better. Come back here. Get some great – Mexican and New Mexican food. Come get a, if you want, you can have a Coca-Cola or whatever, but, you know, come down here and have a beer with the boys because we're going to be hanging out uh, throughout the game as well. This is going to be your new spot for Thursday night football. It's hard to get better food here in Albuquerque, and they got some drink specials just for tonight. Even if you come here on Sundays, Pericos has the whole NFL ticket. You can put on any game you want, and, you know, I'm excited for this one. I had no idea this was the case, but... Every Friday and Saturday, live music right here, too. I heard that, too, man, and I'm all about the live music, so I'm ready for that. That's going to be exciting, man. All right, speaking of exciting, I'm excited to be here, but uh, is this game tonight going to be as exciting, Vernon? No. We got the Chicago Bears, and then don't call me Redskins, don't call me football team, the Washington Commanders. Uh, yeah. Um, three this, to two. This That's is my prediction. Three to two? <laughs> You're not talking about a baseball game. Oh, you're wait. talking about a professional NFL game. Is oh, what you're doing. sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. saying it's a field goal and a safety, and that's yep. it. Yep, that's it. So you're telling a friend of the show to bet the under. Yes. 
the under is going to hit really hard. What what is what is the the better line? What is it? I don't know. I haven't seen. It. I'll pull it up. We'll Let's uh, pull it up after the commercial break. We'll hit a little more Thursday night football. But I'll pull up the lines. As I'm sure the under is already low. Uh, it's got the be. Bears and the Commanders. It's got to be because the the Commanders' offense has been struggling. The Bears' offense has been struggling. So who's going to step up? Who's going to make plays? If you're an actual Washington Commanders fan, I want to hear from you. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. We made it very easy for you. The text line is also of the same number. You're welcome, Albuquerque. Yeah. Give yeah. us your hot takes on the game tonight. I don't know a lot of Commanders fans. I know a few. There's a few out here that, that, are, that are loyal. Hey, speaking of Commanders... Top of the hour at 5 o'clock, we're going to be talking about Dan Snyder and what a giant pile of garbage and dumpster fire he is. But as big of a giant pile of garbage and dumpster fire as Dan Snyder is, apparently every other owner in the NFL's worse, says Dan Snyder. He's, he we're says gonna, he's got some hot garbage, so I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We're going to wait and see. There's some skeletons in them closets, and that does not <laughs> surprise me whatsoever. Uh, we're going to talk a little MLB as the Astros are up on the Mariners right now. Yankees game has rained out. We'll be talking some MLB playoffs. Uh, we're going to hit a uh, special place in your heart is these super soft roughing the passer calls. We're going to hit on that. We're going to talk about Dallas versus Philly fans. Mm. So I am ready for the texts and calls to pour in during that segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need those phone calls for that segment. Two very passionate fan bases. A former professional baseball player, Rio Grande High School baseball coach, owner of Pericos, Orlando Griego, will join us at 445. Uh, We're going to talk about my new favorite sports scandal in the 5 o'clock hour. I'm not going to preview that one whatsoever. (laughs) Of course, we got the I-9 varsity later in the program. We'll be talking more NFL, more MLB, and uh, 505-246-0610. Give us your hot takes. If they are hot enough, we will jump on the subject and give you a shot out. The boys are live at Pericos today. We'll be here all day up until the game. Listen to us from 4 to 6. Sorry if you want to see how handsome Vernon is, is in real life. You cannot watch him on Comcast 26 today or Studio 519ABQ.com as we are not on television today. You're going to have to come down Pericos to meet Vernon in person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great program for you today. A lot of great sports and sports-adjacent talk. You're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we do lunch at the 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie Sports Page, and the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The NFL is on the air tonight. And be back here tomorrow morning to arms your quarterback with us on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The The Sports Sports Animal. Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City, on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. The boys are surviving it up right now. We're in the South Valley at 
Pericos. We are on Isleta, just a shade south of Rio Bravo. We'll be doing the show here till 6, and then we'll be hanging out for Monday Night Football. Come down here, get some great food, get some cold beverages, and uh, cheer for the Bears or Commanders, I guess. I don't know. One of these guys? Neither. Neither. Okay, good just answer. come down and get good food. Of course, the program is two men on, and we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Kowal Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Every morning we start our days at the YMCA, and we do lunch. Most of the time we do lunch, but we always do milkshakes, baby, at the 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, and the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Okay. Not the best matchup, but luckily, beautiful day. We're at a beautiful restaurant. We are. We're going to have beautiful food, Mm. some beautiful drinks, and then watch this disaster of a football game as Josh Fields, who has all the talent in the world, the Bears front office will not help this poor kid be successful. No offensive line, None. no weapons on the offense except None. for maybe the Mon- ghost of David Montgomery. Montgomery, yeah, but is he consistent enough? You know, that's the biggest thing. I've been a I've been a Fields apologist his whole career so far. He's got an absolute cannon. He could run just about as fast as any quarterback not named Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he seems to have a really good head on his shoulders. Um, I got a good one for you. Okay. Is he faster than Cooper Rush? No one's faster than Cooper Rush. <laughs> See, I, See knew, I, I knew I had to go there with you. I left out Cooper Rush because, you know, I didn't want a, a flood of callers coming in, but Cooper Rush is also <laughs> faster than Lamar Jackson. Everybody oh. knows that. Oh. Every, everybody oh. knows that. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so two inept offenses. Do you want to guess what the over-under is before I tell you? I I can't even guess. It's bad. It's, I know it's it is. bad. Is it? It's okay. bad. Thirty-seven and a half. What? Thirty-seven and a half. That means <laughs> Vegas is predicting at the low end twenty to seventeen, at the high end twenty to nineteen. Less than forty points in a modern NFL game. That's terrible. That's sad. That's terrible. Okay, it's a it's a it's a pick'em game too. So they are in Washington. Okay. Usually, being at home gives you three points, right? That usually it does. So that NFL, means in a neutral place, the Bears are favored by three. The one and four Bears are favored by three. Mm. That blows my mind. I, you already heard my prediction: three, <laughs> three to two baseball three to two. score. All right, who I'm gets the, who gets it. the three? Is my question. Washington, since they're the home team. Washington is the home team. Okay. So I really like the storyline of Brian Robinson Jr. I do too. So being an NFC North guy, um, I got to go against the Bears, even though they're not a challenge to my Green Bay football Packers or my Dallas Cowboys or mine and your Jacksonville Jaguars this year. So I got to go Commanders. But I'm going to bet the over. I know there's wow. going to – just because I think there's going to be so many turnovers, the offense is going to get the ball on short fields. So so while both offenses are inept, I think the defenses are strong enough to cause a couple turnovers, mm-hmm. give their offense the ball on their home side of the field, I'll and score a few points. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But 
with those offenses being as bad as they are, how many times are they going to be able to put it in the end zone when they get the ball to the 20-yard line inside the red zone? That's how bad both of these offenses are. From the text line from Star of TV and Radio, back-to-back-to-back New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year, KOB TV's own Brandon Ortega, you're going to love this, Orlando. KOB TV's Brandon Ortega is trying to get booked here to play some music. When, when are you free next? <laughs> okay. All right. Orla- uh, Brandon Orlando is going to check his schedule and get you in here ASAP. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Ortega. That's the perfect My guy. That's the perfect segue into some MLB playoff baseball. Top of the eighth, one out, one o count. Rafael Montero is pitching for the home Astros against the Seattle Mariners. Is that cup? Is that cup banging? Are you insinuating the trash cans getting banged on right now? That's what I'm doing. Trash cans <laughs> so, getting banged on right now. All right, Brandon, if you're listening still, text me because they're available the 28th or 29th. So let's make this happen. Or just come by right now and talk to the owner, Orlando, as he'll be here with us and he'll be on this program at 445 talking about his love of baseball and uh, prep sports here in Albuquerque and uh, good food. Oh, yeah. But did you catch that? Yes, I did catch that. Yeah. You're banging it too many times. It's no. either once or twice. No. Oh, it's come once. On. It's once for a fastball. It's twice for off, off speed. speed. That was off speed. Everybody. Oh, that's off speed? That was off speed. Because you're just banging the hell out of it? <laughs> what is that? If you hit it six times, is that a screwball? Uh, slider. <laughs> Slide piece. Slide piece. <laughs> the hated Houston Astros look like they're in position to go up two games to nothing and head back to Seattle to close out this series. So, Vernon, you're not that much of a fan of the Astros, I take it. No, not at all. (laughs) No. I mean, you know, I played college baseball, played some independent ball. Um, I'm just, I'm not not happy with how the MLB handled that, that whole situation. Yes, it's been a while, but still. I mean, I just didn't like, like I said, like how it was handled from the league perspective and from the players' perspective. So I, I kind of love it, and I'm going to tell you why I love it. Uh-oh. Not because my team cheated, but my team's the bad guys now. They've never, ever been the bad guys. That's true. They've That's always true. been the lovable losers who never got it together. Yep. You know, Nolan Ryan and Mike Scott and Jose Cruz, and then you got uh, Biggio, Berkman, and Bagwell, mm-hmm. and then... You know, they're just always been the lovable losers who've been right on the cusp of turning it over and never got there. But now we're the bad guys, and we're good every year, and we win 100 games every year. And unless you are an actual Astros fan, everyone's going against you. All right, so since you say you're an actual Astros fan, all right, I'm going to give you a trivia question real quick. Okay. What was the first position Craig Biggio played when he came up with the Astros? Oh, well, of course. I mean, this is easy. We can't just softball them in there like that because I, mean, I lived in the I lived in oh, Houston. Oh, that's cheating then. I lived in Houston at the time, and Craig Biggio is the only player in baseball history to be both an all-star catcher mm. and an all-star second baseman. He got it. He got it, folks. I mean, I, I just had to see where he was at. <laughs> oh, see, dude, I had to test the waters. You got to go way more niche if you're gonna tr- if you're gonna fool me on Astros okay. trivia. I will. I'll, yeah. I'll figure something out. Still three two, one out, top of the eighth. Uh, the Yankees game got rained out. Good. So you're just about as big of a Yankees hater as you are an Astros hater. Probably worse. Probably worse. Yeah. And is this because of their long history of sustained success? 
Or is it because they it's the evil empire and they buy championships? E, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they haven't won. When's the last time they won something? Uh, it's been a while. No, they, exactly. So You can't buy championships, but I hope they will learn again this year. The teens were the first decade where the Yankees did not win a World Series. Fun fact. That is, that is. Since the Yankees have been a team, and I believe since the 19-teens. Yeah. Yeah, they have won a championship at least one a decade, and of course they got twenty-seven total. So they've won a bunch during a decade. But the teams were the first one that the New York Yankees have never won a championship, and obviously it's still going. It's not happening this year, says the Astros. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so if you're an Astros hater and a Yankees hater, who are you going to root for in the ALCS when it's Astros versus Yankees? Neither. They both lose. <laughs> you, well, who are you rooting? I mean, <laughs> they both lose. Are you are you rooting for like Houston just to fall in the ocean in the middle of the game and no one makes it? Is that what you're going for? Uh, yeah. And then just not as brutal and morbid. So that, and then <laughs> the Yankees when they fly to Houston, none of their equipment makes it. Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a dicks down the street. I mean, they could just get more bats. <laughs> you want to swing those bats? Yeah. Good luck, Yankee fans. Well, speaking of swinging bats, I mean, you played baseball for a long time. I did. Is this uh, is this the OG, like, old-school mentality, air quotes, do it the right way kind of thing? As far as with the Astros you're talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, that's why I have a different stance on it. Now, I will say this, playing college baseball, I mean, it's part of the college game. You got a guy, usually a redshirt freshman, somebody that's not really going to play, um, sits on a bucket in the dugout with the chart, trying to pick up signs that's part of the game yeah where i had an issue is obviously using the technology right to benefit you at your home games that's different um like i said if you're if you're silly enough to put down one sign at third base or you're a catcher and you're silly enough to not hide your signs and our freshman picks up on it and we pick up on it as a team that's your fault sure it's baseball yeah i'm okay with that yeah, repeating signs, tipping pitches. That's yeah, that's part uh, of the game. Looking for balks, looking oh, for yeah. timing of the pitcher to steal extra bases. Oh yeah, looking I was a for speed defensive guy. positioning. Like you're I, always looking for that. Yeah, I was a speed guy in college. Um, so my job, lead off, uh, one two hitter, get on base, steal bags. My thing is when I got on first base, and if it was a uh, a game during the uh, the daytime, I wore shades on purpose so you can't see what I'm looking at. I, my head might be turned towards the pitcher. But I am looking at the catcher to see if I can see his signs. A hundred percent. And if I see curveball, I'm gone. Probably going to be a curveball in the dirt. I, I'm gone. I'm stealing second. That's part of the game. Uh, I'm not exactly objective on this point when it comes to the Houston Astros, but I believe there was league-wide cheating, and the Astros Astros were just the most egregious. Yes. And fell on the sword for everybody. Yeah, and and I I'll agree with that because um, I'm sure it was going on everywhere. It's just. I think once the the league issued a, a warning that it was going on to everybody, yeah. I think some, certain teams calmed it down a lot. And I just think the Astros were like, ah, we're not getting caught. Um, they're not going to catch us. And right. that's where I have the issue because they were warned several times. The, yeah, the whole league was warned. Yeah, yeah, the whole league, the Astros, players, they were warned. So that's where, like I said, I have the issue is using the technology 
Let me tell you a really cool thing about the the Mariners-Astros game today. Um, Framber Valdez, pitcher for the Astros, and uh, Luis Castillo, pitcher for the Mariners, both Dominican. Mm-hmm. Uh, Framber Valdez, um, his favorite pitcher in the history of baseball. Any guesses who it is? Ooh. Pedro? Martinez? R- right across the field from him, one Luis Castillo. Oh, His wow. friend, his training partner. And apparently they have the same stylus, too, because they both got long dreadlocks. They do. With the undershave. Yeah. So yeah. I guess they love, they, they love their country. Mm-hmm. They love baseball. Mm-hmm. They love pitching. And apparently they love the, 18, uh, the 1980s classic action movie Predator. <laughs> With because the rubber think, band. Yes. The rubber band tied. Think, they, both, they both look like they're emulating the friggin' Predator. But it was a, quite the pitcher's duel as Luis Castillo, who is uh, still in the game. He's a horse. He's, he's dealing. Today. Seven innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs, no walks, seven strikeouts. No walks. That is a good game. That is. He's just he not made, getting support. He made two mistakes to mm-hmm. two really good hitters. He mm-hmm. kept his team in it. That's... A quality start plus, and then right on the other side of the field, uh, Framber Valdez, his best friend and country mate, 5.2 innings pitched, four hits, one earned run, three walks with his uncharacteristic of him, and six strikeouts. So started the game with some really good pitching, still a close game. You know how anything could happen in playoff baseball. And with that being said, Let's talk a little football when we get back. So I know this is near and dear to your heart, how ridiculous the new roughing the passer calls are. Yeah, uh, it's, it's starting to get carried away. And we're going to hit on that when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. What are we listening to? What is this? Oh my God, I'm so totally depressed. Totally blame Jared. <laughs> hey, let's do a quick fade out of this before we run out in the middle of the street. Because apparently, from the music playing, my woman left me. My dog died. I was just about to say it. I got fired. I can fired. just imagine the um, tumbleweed rolling in the background. Yeah. Open the oh, fridge. Open the fridge. There's no Budweisers in there. There's no Coors Light. No Coors. No Coors Light. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are live from Pericos. Pericos. We're on Isleta Boulevard, just a shade south of Rio Bravo. Good times, good food, some good cold ones. We're out on the patio with like, this is like a turfed mini baseball field out here. Bring your wiffle ball set. It is. Have some fun out here. Promotions has some giveaways for if you want to swing by here. I don't know if you're waiting to get off work or whatever, but come say hi to the boys. Come meet Vernon as his new program starts this Saturday morning from 9 to 11. And we got some Lobos tickets for, let me double check, November 17th, is that correct? Versus San Diego State University. I believe that is correct. I think that's correct. That's correct. Lobos versus San Diego State tickets. Swing by Pericos, and we got a handful for you. All right. The roughing the passer stuff is getting ridiculous. Mm. It's getting ridiculous. It is. Chris Jones. Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Perfect form tackle. Perfect. 
strip the ball mid-tackle. What you teach our kids. Possessed the ball on the way to the ground, Mm -hmm. landed on the quarterback as it was a natural fall, Mm -hmm. got flagged, and the Raiders got the ball back. And that was a game changer. An absolute game changer. Yeah. We we were debating this at at work, uh, me and some of the coworkers, and... It's it's getting ridiculous um, across the board. Uh, I just feel like what they're calling as far as roughing the passer to what they're calling, you know, with receivers getting hit or running backs getting hit is yeah. the total opposite. Yeah. It, it's to a point where it's not even football anymore. I'm not a 300-pound lineman, but two of I you know would, gravity. Two of you wouldn't be a 300-pound no, lineman. No, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I know gravity and... You're telling a 300-pound-plus lineman that he can't fall on a quarterback yeah. if he's trying to tackle him in the middle of tackling him. How is he going to change the way he falls on him? I mean, I don't think they understand that how hard that is. New memo came out from the NFL today that Uh-oh. when a defensive lineman makes a sack on a quarterback, you have to lift them into the air and wait for the referee to set down a pillow and then lay him gently on the pillow. With a blanket. Give him a quick shoulder rub <laughs> and then wait for the play to be whistled dead. And some icy hot. A little icy hot, yeah. yeah. Or you gave him a boo-boo. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. It, Like I said, I mean, I get the, you know, coming in high up towards the head for the concussion's sake. Um, that I'm okay with, but... I don't see anything wrong with that play unless he had literally picked up um, Derek Carr in the air and slammed him to the ground. Right. Wrestling move style. Sure. That's different. But falling, stripping the ball, falling, all in one action, come on. Hey, who was it? Was it Derwin James that picked that dude up and, and just slammed it him to the ground? suplexed him? Yeah. 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 No penalties there. Nope. No fines there. Nope. But a normal tackle on a quarterback now is going to get you flagged and can change the outcome of your season. That's the biggest complaint that I have is it's not just changing the outcome. I'm not a Raiders fan. I have a ton of friends that are Raiders friends. But not only does it change the outcome of that game, it can change the outcome of a season. Because two and three in that division is a lot better than one and four, yeah. right? The Raiders might be the best one and four team in the history of football. They are, on definitely on paper. I mean, and you saw it with um, that tackle on Tom Brady, too. Mm-hmm. That was an absolutely normal tackle. He wasn't slammed to the ground. He was No helmet was involved. He didn't get whiplash. It was a normal tackle, and the defensive lineman was falling in the normal direction of the tackle. Gravity. Yes. Gravity did its work. Tom yep. Brady fell down and got another flag. It is ridiculous. Tom Brady got a boo-boo. The ref saw that. So he said, oh, I got I got a flag. I got to throw the flag. 15 yards. And, and I get it. Like, I get it. I understand why they're protecting the quarterbacks. This is their moneymaker. Mm-hmm. I get it. This is, that is a quarterback-driven league. The quarterbacks are the superstars. I get it. You can't have a, a successful NFL team without a good quarterback. Very true. So you have to protect your assets. That I get. But this is an extreme overreaction by the NFL to where you can't play normal football. So just like I had, uh, I had said earlier, I'm okay with, you know, coming in unblocked, you lead with your helmet, you hit the quarterback in the head. Yes. 
targeting yes. kind of thing. That yes. that I get. Yes. But yes. this whole protecting the quarterback and I mean it's to a point where as, if I'm a defensive end or a defensive tackle, I don't I'm probably going to hurt myself because now I'm trying to avoid a game-changing call and I'm probably going to hurt myself seriously or potentially seriously hurt myself because I'm trying to avoid a, a stupid penalty. I mean, this is obviously an overreaction to all the Tua stuff. And everything that happened to Tua, that has nothing to do with the play on the field. Exactly. The, the two times that Tua, the two times that Tua was concussed, those were on normal tackles. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a roughing the, pla- the passer tackle no. that got Tua concussed. It's the NFL and the Miami Dolphins... Their medical pol- staff. Their medical staff. Their policies on getting back into the game. Yeah. I agree with the new changes in the NFL about if you're wobbly, mm-hmm. if you can't stand up, if you if you have uh, a gap in motor skills that you didn't have before the hit, yep. that you keep you out of the game. Exactly. That, sh- that should have been part of the policy the whole time. Mm-hmm. But these new roughing the passer calls is going to turn people away from football. It is. Piss them off. It is. They're going to lose fans. They're going to... Um and the fans are the ones that are, you know, buying the tickets, buying the Sunday ticket, you know, buying tickets to the game. It's going to be hard to watch if you if you breathe on a quarterback and it's a 15-yard game-changing personal foul penalty. Yeah, you're exactly right. And it's changing the game. And so what are we teaching? What are we going to be teaching kids that play at a younger younger age, you know? How do you teach if you're a coach for Yaffle, Pop Warner, Whatever it may be, how do you teach your kids to hit a quarterback? Right. Without it, it being in fear of getting a 15-yard personal foul penalty and it being a game changer. And if you get multiple you're gone. of those penalties, you're gone. You're done. And you get a fine. Mm-hmm. And they start going after your pocket yep. for just playing normal football. Yep. I mean, how, of, how often a game do you see a running back up the middle, lower his head and shoulders, yep. and get a helmet-to-helmet hit? That was his fault. And here's the thing with that. Didn't the NFL say a couple years ago that they were going to start calling targeting on the offensive player more? That is correct. For guys that are, you know, running backs, receivers that have a full head of steam and they're lowering their head and their shoulders um, to create contact. But when has that been called? Tell me the last time that was called. It's just hard for me to see the toughest sport, Mm -hmm. the hardest sport, become softer. Because I think the answer lies in the policy. I think the answer lies in their equipment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it went. I mean, shoulder pads and helmets. These went from protection about twenty years ago mm-hmm. to actual armor. Yeah, they turned. They weaponized the players mm-hmm. instead of protecting from injury. Now these things are part. They're armor. They're part. They're weapons. They for are these, these new school football players because everyone's bigger. Everyone's faster. Everyone's stronger. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been playing football longer. So I think there's a lot of answers out there, and more roughing the passer calls is not one of them. You feel the same way? Oh yeah. Um, like I said, it's just changing the dynamics of the game, and it's getting to a point where high school, middle school, elementary school coaches. How do you coach that? How do you teach a kid? What what happened with Chris Jones, hey, good job, you got the sack, you ripped the football out, but you just costed us the game. Sure. What yeah. do you, what, I mean, you what made, do you tell you a kid? A, you made a perfect play. Exactly. Thanks for ruining the game. Yeah. Instead of rewarding that, now you ruined the game for us, and we lost. And now our playoff chances are shot.
get it together NFL before you ruin the product. We're sick of this as NFL fans. Grow up. Realize these guys are gladiators. They're going to get some boo-boos every once in a while. Everything's okay. When we get back, Rio Grande High School baseball coach, Orlando Griego, owner-operator of Pericos. We're going to sit down with him, talk about his baseball journey, talk about his restaurateur journey. Going to have a lot of fun with that. A lot of sports talk in the 5 o'clock hour, talking about Dan Snyder, talking some more NFL talk, and talking about one of my favorite sports scandals that I've heard of in quite some time. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. There's only one Rome, and there's only one home for Rome. But I can't control what some of these people say. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Sports Animal. Animal. Okay, that's better. That's better. That's a step up. That's a step up. Step up. up. I like that one better. I'm not with the tumbleweeds rolling down the street. (laughs) Not in this beautiful patio. Ain't no tumbleweeds back here. No. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. The boys are live from Pericos on Isleta, just a shade south of Rio Bravo. Having a lot of fun with it so far. Got a great program for you today. Two Men On is presented by John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy Studio. Uh, we're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. You know every day we start our days at the YMCA. We do lunch at 66 Diner, Mondays, Monday Night Football. That's at Howie's Sports Page. And the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. And, you know, here at Two Men On, we love our friends. We love our friends of the show. And welcome to the program, new friend of the show, owner-operator of Pericos, Orlando Griego. What's happening, my man? How are you guys doing? Thank you for having me on. Thank Absolutely. Thank you for to, uh, our uh, establishment here in the South Valley. Love this is, I've been to a lot of the Pericos around town, but this is my first one here. Yeah, same so here. yeah, it's a little baseball theme. Obviously, I love baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. So let's let's before we get into uh, how amazing Pericos is, let's talk a little bit about your baseball journey, because you know you've done it on all levels. Because you're currently the head coach at Rio Grande High School, played baseball at New Mexico State, got drafted by the Brewers. Has has that been a dream of yours since you were a kid? Has like always been nothing but baseball for you? Yeah, it was. I, I, you know, early on as a child, uh, growing up in a, in a broken home <clears throat> in poverty, uh, my mom raised five kids here in the South Valley, just uh, two minutes walking distance here in Adobe Acres. <clears throat> growing up, playing baseball, you know, that was, you know, I, I love basketball. My first love was basketball, but obviously when you grow to 5'9", um, you know, you figure things out in a hurry. But, uh, you know, I got cut my freshman year in high school. Uh, my uh, the Jordan story. I love this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the next day I went out for the track team, figuring I can get a little bit faster, you know. And summer uh, Little League Baseball would be starting uh, that May. And then uh, my sophomore year, first day out of basketball, I, I played basketball four years at Rio Grande. In fact, before I continue with my story, I'm sitting across from uh, one of my, my boyhood idols and, and a, uh, a gentleman that has shown nothing but class and... Uh, been a great role model for kids in the South Valley. Uh, Steve Smith uh, played, played in Rio Grande in the mid-70s, and uh, first time I saw him play, I, I started bleeding red and black and became a Raven. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, my sophomore year, uh, just to make the story very fast, I became a scorekeeper on the JV, 
was a JV scorekeeper my junior year. I was one of two juniors left on JV. My senior year was all-state catcher, didn't get a scholarship offer, went to Highlands University, got cut from Highlands. A year later, transferred to New Mexico State, walked on, made the baseball team, and got put on a scholarship uh, after my first semester there, and then four years later got drafted as a closer. But I would have never went to New Mexico State had it not been after I got cut at Highlands, I came back to Albuquerque. The owner from Pericos, Matty Romero, on Yellen Central gave me a job there. And then gave me $3,000 to go to try out at New Mexico State. Oh, how amazing. Wow. Wow. I love that story. Paying so, it forward. So now, I mean, you baseball helped shape your you as a young man, and now you're doing that as the head coach of Rio Grande. What lessons did you take from your baseball journey that you give to the youth on your team now? Never quit. Um, everything that you, every challenge you face, you got to overcome. And everything that I teach is about two things, becoming a great father and a great husband. Love that. Oh, Absolutely yeah. love That's that. Solid. So, Coach, you talked about um, getting drafted by the Brewers. What are what are some of the key things that you saw different from the college game to the pro game, being a closing pitcher? Was it smarter hitters? Was it everybody's faster, stronger, smarter? What, what, what was the biggest changes that you saw from playing, you know, at New Mexico State versus playing, you know, in the minors? Well, I, I found that um – you know, the, a guy named uh, Dave Rasich, who pitched for the 78 World Series Yankees, was our pitching coach. And I asked him, you know, I was like, back then, 90-91, I was a submariner throwing 90-91. And I asked him, what's the difference between a guy here in the minor leagues versus a guy in the major leagues? And he said, a guy in the minor leagues can throw a strike 7 out of 10 times. A guy in the major leagues can throw it in a, in a, in a circle 7 <laughs> out of 10 times. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, that's good. And, but I, I think that the hitters were uh, more disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, the speed on the bases was, was much, much faster. Mm-hmm. So if you get a guy that drag bunts and stuff, uh, et cetera, you know, you had to really learn how to play your, your position defensively. But I learned that I can also not be afraid to live uh, over the plate because they were playing with wood bats and the ball just didn't travel as fast right. as those Compared old aluminum bats that they yeah. used to have. Yeah, the old aluminum bats, mm. as you know, were, were just... Those were rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those drop fives were, were yeah. dynamite, you know? Yeah, yeah. So all time, I'm a Vin Scully guy, but the one who has the most special place in my heart is Bob Uecker. Were you ever, did you ever get a chance to hang out and have a cold one with Bob Uecker? <laughs> no, I never did. But uh, <laughs> I, I was such a bad baseball player, Bob Uecker was probably better than I was. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, bad, wow. bad baseball players don't get drafted <laughs> exactly. in the big leagues, man. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Hey, I know we got two good baseball players right here, but we're not that good for sure. No, you know. I mean, I honestly, I I don't know if I was that good. I think that maybe uh, that was God's way of rewarding me for never quitting, oh, and that like way that. I can come back and use the knowledge that I learned uh, through my journey to share with other kids to teach them that you know if you work hard enough you sacrifice you commit yourself over a long period of time that you can get and do anything that you want and to never give up on your dreams so after after your baseball journey you come back into town um for what pericos did for you when you're a young man did you feel like you needed to give back and you needed to help this organization i i I think that that no you know what happened was a long long time ago when matty romero they own for the romero family owns four other locations okay um and they're all owned by the family. Uh, myself, so myself, my brother, my sister-in-law, my, and my wife all own this location. We're 50-50 owners. Okay. And, uh, and so 
my brother and I both worked for Pericos back in the mid '80s on so Yale and cool. Central, yeah, yeah uh, as cool. a cashier. Okay, and so you know, Maddie always said. You know, I've never opened it up to anybody outside the family, but if you guys want to open it up, I says, I want to do that after I retire. So it has been my plan for a long time. And, you know, many of my dreams that have come true have come true because of people like Maddie Romero, other people in our community uh, who have helped us. I love that. Absolutely. You want to hang out with us and talk a little more in the next break? Because we got to gotta go commercial right now. Absolutely. The hated Houston Astros just finish it off. They go up 2 nothing against the good guy, Seattle Mariners. Uh, Seattle has two games in Seattle. Good luck to them. Uh, more sports and sports adjacent <laughs> talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The sports animal. This piece with the frigidity rarely seen in time. Climb atop my head and thread loose my insides. The pliers that are heel splinters spitting off my spine. To please or to release the trapped opinion. The vineyard of maturity is my Elysium. Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. Five o'clock on the dot. If you're just getting in your car, joining us, congratulations. You made it through another day. Burqueño, we are proud of you. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. As we're out of studio today, the boys just made a new friend. We're at Pericos on Isleta, just a shade south of Rio Bravo. We're having a lot of fun with it. Come by. We got some books, and apparently DVDs still exist, so we got some DVDs. <laughs> and we got a big stack of New Mexico Lobo tickets for you as they take on San Diego State uh, in their next home match. It's a Fredless Thursday, but lucky for me, Vernon Kuntz is here to join us. He's got his new program starting this Saturday from 9 to 11 every Saturday morning right here on The Sports <clears throat> Animal. What you think so far, Vern? Oh, I'm excited, man. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. Um, I'm excited, like I said, to cover local, professional sports, the whole nine yards. We're going to have fun. Callers, special guests, we're, we're going to chop it up. I'm stoked for that. You're just a world of talent and experience, and I love to see where this next show goes. Speaking of show, we got the show right here sitting next to me. Owner-operator of Pericos on Isleta, also Rio Grande High School baseball coach, also former Aggie baseball player, also in the Brewers system, Orlando Griego. Welcome back to the program, my friend. Thank you, sir. Awesome place here. Great food, great drink. And now we're going to have some fun every Thursday, every Sunday, and every Monday because you guys got the NFL ticket. You guys got everything a football fan would want right here. Yeah, we just got our uh, new surround sound system uh, put in place. Uh, we're bringing a, an, uh, an eight TV out, uh, an eighty-inch TV out that we can roll out onto Ooh. our patio. We got Ooh. live music uh, Friday and Saturday nights from six to nine thirty, and uh, then NFL going on. You know, beer and wine NFL on Sunday, Mondays, and Thursdays. Hey, and some of the best food in Albuquerque. And I promise, not gonna lie. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, 
And I promise you, if you guys come out, you won't hear me sing. What about Van? <laughs> Do we have to hear Van sing? Because I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we, we should make him perform on a, on, a, on a Friday night. Hey, I get paid very well. <laughs> Well, not to sing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, we're going to get Brandon out here, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Ortega. Right, there we yeah. go. KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega is going to get out here. We gave him some dates, see if he's available. Book him, Brandon. I want to hear you sing. Have you heard him play guitar? Or Yeah. Yeah, he's a talented dude. Yeah. Yeah, he could he could do the whole band all yeah. by himself. He's I never, he's I never super, super talented guy. Oh, yeah. So, so Coach, uh, uh, before we went on break, we were talking about the coaching. What are some of the challenges um, that you may face uh, coaching high school kids? Or if there is any challenges, what are some of the things that you look forward to coaching high school kids? Well, you know, baseball is my, my platform. That's just a place where I, where I teach. But it's uh, mm-hmm. baseball is secondary. You know, you te- mm-hmm. you're obviously trying to develop skills, trying to get them to get good enough where they can use baseball to help pay for their education and uh, – you know, a path and a bridge to a better place. But mostly, like I said, I, I want them to learn how to become men, learn to be responsible, accountable, committed, and understand, you know, nowadays, one of the biggest challenges is that you see kids and they they live in the what I call the credit card society. They want to swipe it and have a perfect swing now. Uh, mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen like that. It's it doesn't. Incrementally over a long period of time of, you know, working from the ground up and learning the fundamentals. But those things teach you that you know what you can have anything you want but it takes time and commitment and i always tell my guys you know you can do anything but you can't do everything so you got to pick and choose and that's when you start learning how to become a man because you got to make tough decisions you do that's good that's as good. a as a pitcher i want to know what your focus is as a coach are you out there doing everything do you focus on pitching and let someone else take the hitters what's your vibe ah, i i teach a little bit of everything you know uh I was a I was a catcher growing up, so I was an all state catcher, and then uh, got converted into a pitcher mm-hmm. uh, in college. But um, you know, I I try to learn and and be well rounded in every aspect of the game um, because that's important. Yeah, because I, I want to. You know, even though I might have uh, Matthew, Ch- I have some great assistants, but I may have Matthew Chavis working with my catchers. But I want to know what he's teaching them. Right. So you're you know, on the if, same page. Yeah. yeah. If I have mm-hmm. a, a, a Coach Mendez working with my hitters or infielders, etc., I want to know what they're teaching. And then also t- teach uh, and coach my coaches how to coach. Yeah. And what well, I want being taught. What because, was your repertoire when you were on the bump? Uh, I was, well, I was a submariner, but I also threw three corners and over the top. So I threw. Oh, you got all of them. Yeah, I threw <laughs> from three different locations and I threw fast curve and change from all three locations. Change up 98, change up 98 miles an hour. <laughs> when, <laughs> 98 feet. <laughs> when, when you're working with these young pitchers, like do you do you adjust their grip? Do you work off of their strengths or do you try to kind of mold them in a way that you found found success? That's a good question. Whether it's a hitter or a pitcher, um, every 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 player is built physiologically different mm-hmm. and you find what they do well and and you know, you might do some refinement, but you have to make a choice early on when they're like a freshman. Do I want to, if, if this kid's going to hurt himself with what he's doing, do I want to start, start from scratch and rebuild him? Or do I want to fix what he's doing and make him better at what he's doing already? And so those are early on choices. But I, I never want to clone 
uh, players because everybody's built different. Everybody has different abilities, different skills based on their somatotype. Love yeah, that. that. That's good. I love that because um, me, myself, um, playing at a junior college level and then a four-year school, um, most of my coaches had that philosophy. Hey, you guys are too old for me to change you as a player. Let's figure out where your strengths are and let's capitalize on those strengths. Right. I'm not going to change your swing completely because you've been doing this 15 20 years already and it's too late by that point to change you as a player let's like i said figure out your strengths how can we get better with those little things that we're doing so that's good that's yeah. good and, and, and i never when a kid comes in even though may, you know he may have been a stud in youth ball mm -hmm. he comes in i don't teach him a single thing yep nice i let him struggle first ha. Yep. love that uh-huh then i start teaching them because if i start teaching them from the beginning he thinks, oh, this guy's trying to change me. Yeah. I don't exactly. Want to work with this guy. But then when he's struggling, they're more apt to open up their ears and listen to you. Yeah, and that's where I feel like when, the, when they're struggling, that's when they're going to, hey, coach, I'm struggling with uh, hitting this pitch. What, what can I do to change my, my at bats or my mental approach? Right. Hey, and speaking I, of hitting, this place right here, Pericos, it hits. And it, is, <laughs> and it has hit in the Albuquerque community for decades now. Mm -hmm. what, what makes Pericos? so special and so unique here in the Albuquerque area? Well, it's because there's not uh, 50 pericos here in town. Mm -hmm. And it's one recipe book, and everything's made at the restaurant. It's not made at a commissary and then trucked over to the place where they're going to de deliver and warm it up for you. We cook it here on authentic. site. Um, so it's homemade, authentic uh, mm -hmm. New Mexican food. And... You know, something I learned about McDonald's, and I'm not going to knock other burger joints like that, fast foods, but that's not the greatest food, but it's consistent. Mm -hmm. And so what we aim that's for good. is every time that you come and order a carne adobada burrito, you're going to get the same taste, and you're, we're going to meet your expectations every time. That's Boom. good. Consistency. Come down to Pericos every Thursday, Sunday, and Monday, or any day, to be yeah. fair. So we got the new uh, NFL ticket inside. You're going to have a projector out here uh music live music friday and saturday is always something going on at pericos right here on isleta just a shade south of rio bravo in the south valley of your beloved albuquerque uh, i've loved your food forever and now like meeting you and hearing this story hearing your story and seeing what a what a quality um character guy you are and what you do for the youth of albuquerque i'm absolutely honored to be here and representing your brand on thursday so come on down to pericos gonna have a lot of fun for thursday night football uh i want to meet a commander's fan i do too i've never met one in my entire life what is that <laughs> exactly <laughs> see exactly it's the, it's the commando or commanders yeah both both <laughs> both yeah both yeah both <laughs> Having a lot of fun with it here at Pericos on Isleta, south of Rio Bravo. When we get back, uh, we're going to just smash Dan Snyder and or every owner in the NFL. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, it's the second best way to wake up. It's the opening drive. With Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. And yo, we take it to the top. And welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. 
We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. As always, we are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. By the way, New Mexico Pinion Coffee and Locker 505, you know, I know you've heard me talk about this uh, on the program before, but if you got new or gently used clothing items for school-aged children, make sure you get them down to Locker 505 on Manal. It's an easy, findable location. They got great drop-off points. They will they'll help you throughout the process. But if you come to any New Mexico Pinon coffee in the Albuquerque area and you got a donation of socks or underwear or any kind of new undergarments for males or females, we'll give you 10% off any purchase, not just a cup of coffee. You got some beans, you got some merch, you want a new coffee mug, you need a travel mug, anything, 10% off. You make a, uh, you make a donation and you put it on social media, that's 25% off. And every Wednesday, the boys are live from New Mexico Pinion Coffee or soon to be some sister organizations. You come and see us, we will just give you coffee. So shout out to New Mexico Pinion Coffee and everything that they do for the Albuquerque community. You know, we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We do lunch and milkshakes at the 66 Diner. Monday Night Football, that's at Howie's Sports Page. And the weekends are for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Joining me today, Vernon Kuntz, Mr. Everything in the sports world here in Albuquerque. (laughs) You are the hype man for the Gladiators. You do sign line reporting for... Uh, ProView Networks. Uh, I mean, what don't you do here? I don't know, man. Uh, I do it all, man. I try to. I mean, I do some MMA uh, ring announcing. I've started getting into that the last year. That's been fun. That, being that close to the action is intense. It Shout is out way to different on TV. Then it's way different being in person than on TV. Oh, for sure. You get to be way closer to the ring girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's everything. You hear and, like, almost feel the kicks and the punches. It's it's intense, man. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 515 Mountain right here in Albuquerque. So, hey, the boys, we're toasted one right now. We got ourselves a little Modelo with lime here at Perico's on Isleta, just a shade south of Rio Bravo. Having a lot of fun with it today. Mon- uh, Thursday night football here tonight. Uh, come see your Chicago Bears beat the everything out of Dan Snyder's commanders. Mm. Speaking of Dan, Dan Snyder, homie keeps receipts, Vernon. Oh, he, he kept them. He, he said he kept them. If the cultural appropriation wasn't enough, if the sexual assault allegations weren't enough, is it the semi-prostitution of the cheerleaders weren't enough? If all the dumb stuff that they've done in that organization wasn't enough, ripping off season ticket holders wasn't enough, being an idiot in general wasn't enough? The list goes on. The list goes on. And you might wonder, and we've also wondered here on the program, how this guy is still the owner of a professional football team. I don't get it. I and don't understand he it. <laughs> Yesterday and today, he told the world why he still has the ability to own an NFL football team. It's because Dan Snyder has air quotes dirt on all the NFL owners and Roger Goodell. And I quote, they can't F with me. He said the whole word, but I can't on this program. (laughs) There's very strict FCC rules on that. We're not doing that. 
and everyone wants Snyder gone, but he ain't going nowhere because he owns them. And here's here's my take on it. With what he said, and as much as, I mean, that list that you just rattled off, all the things that he's done, and still is an owner, he's got some dirt. Because I think that they're, uh, Roger Goodell, I think they're fear, fearful if they let him go, that dirt's going to come out. Of course it's all going to come out, and it might come out even before that. Yep. Now that he's apparently, he's friggin' on one, and, and not just him, like, because, you know, the, the commander's, um, excuse me, the John Gruden investigation led to a bunch of horrible emails by Dan Snyder and then, you know, got Gruden fired and then started yeah. a new investigation Chucky. on Snyder. And, look, Snyder was pretty free to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And let me tell you when the exact moment Dan Snyder became under the glass of the NFL owners is when he started messing with their money. Yep. When once you mess with that shield, that that brand, that NFL logo, that's where they step in. What's I'm going blank. What's the Ponzi scheme guy? Bernie Madoff. There we go. Okay, yeah. Bernie Bernie Madoff ripped off people for decades. Yep. The second he got caught is when he started messing with rich people's money. And that's a mistake. Dan Snyder can do whatever he wants forever until he messes with these billionaire owners' money. There you go. So they didn't start messing with him until recently when he started messing with their money. And now what happened was (laughs) instead of being quiet, being hush-hush, he goes on the offensive. He's like saying, no, I'm not going to be slandered. By the way, he's a pile of garbage. He, I'm he's not. A, he's I'm a not a whole pile of hot I'm garbage. Hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage. Hot steaming garbage on the beach right behind a friggin' Vietnamese restaurant that went out of business two weeks ago. He is <laughs> awful. He is an awful human being. But and I'm not apologizing for Dan Snyder in any way. But I'm just praising Dan Snyder for firing back and saying, "Yo." Other billionaire owners. I got receipts, bro. I got receipts, and I won't be punked. Keep playing with me if you want to. And you know, I mean, hey, it's a very exclusive club. It is. That's that's the, the good old boys club. How Khan and the Jaguars got into the club blows my mind. Because he's filthy rich. Filthy rich, okay. Before, before he bought the Jags. I don't know who he had to pay off to slide into this club but as you know vernon a person who possesses a wildly uh, higher amount of melanin than i do <laughs> there is something about this club where it's only billionaires mm-hmm. only white billionaires mm-hmm. only old white billionaires yes only old white billionaires who are willing to throw a bunch of stuff under the rug jerry jones jerry jones is the poster boy for all this <laughs> yeah and now Dan Snyder is stepping out saying, okay, you, you came after me, and now I'm going to fire back. So shots there were fired. shots friggin' fired today. Mm-hmm. Air quotes, dirt on NFL owners. They can't F with me. He's got mud on Good- he's Goodell got mud. wants Snyder gone. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think he's got mud. Like I said, for them not to get rid of him after all that list that you read off, after all the stuff that he is, the trash stuff. Yes. That he has done in that organization. You name it, he's done it. And for them not to say, hey, you know what? Similar to a little bit different, but similar to the Phoenix Suns owner. Hey, we're going to force you out. Where yeah. He is stepping down. He's going to sell the team. Um, he's got dirt, and I think they know that. 
I don't know if they know how much, but they know if, if he lets some stuff out, it's going to be pretty damaging. I would just love to see in real time all these NFL owners just scrambling to their secret landline phones that they know yes. that they're encrypted and all of like the back alley closed door meetings that all these owners are having like oh my god what did we do uh, what does he have on us you remember that one time in aruba oh my god he didn't have a camera that time did he oh my god you remember when we stole that million dollars from the foundation oh god oh, yeah. i hope i hope he didn't do that oh i hope he didn't do that oh i hope there's no way they know all the information that he possesses because he's been in the club for a long time. He has. He Until has. the last few years when he started messing up, he was an insider. Mm-hmm. He was a trusted member of this club. He was. So he, he, was. Could, he could know anything about anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see what comes of this, if he says anything, when he says it, and how much he's going to say. Is he just going to say one thing and kind of leave us dangling for a little bit and just to sit on that or is he just gonna unleash it and you know jerry jones like i mean there's been rumors for years with you know the other children the infidelity mm-hmm. the you know uh like hiring uh, allegedly by the way albuquerque friends of the show loyal listeners lawyers this yeah. is all alleged yeah alleged. This, is, this is alleged it's Allegedly. all all alleged okay quote that with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, now we got that out of the way. I mean, there's only a couple ways uh, you become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's through the the gray areas of criminality. Oh, it is. There's behind some ev- fine line. Behind every fortune, there's a crime. Mm-hmm. And like you know, to get in these giant positions, to make billions of dollars, to be in the position to own an NFL team, to be in the position to be in this billionaire boys club you got to have some dirt you got to have some skeletons in your closet i was just going to say it the skeletons in the closet that's probably the biggest thing because you don't just become a billionaire by by chance it's you, you got some dirt or you know something and you know of something so i'm excited for the way this story unfolds uh i mean i hope it all comes out I hope, it, TV. I hope it's just a giant trash fest. I put it on HBO and just unleash it. <laughs> Bryant Gumble, yes. HBO Sports, and just let the trash fest unedited, let it begin. I love that. I love that so much. I'll even pay pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you get all these guys like a presidential debate. Oh. Yeah. Him and Jerry Jones? Yes. Oh. I'll, I'll pay to watch that. No, f- forget that. Like, literally all of them. <laughs> yeah. They're all... It's like... Uh, the Republican, um, the Republican primaries in sixteen, yeah. where there's like twenty candidates, yeah. and they're all on the podium. I want to see all the NFL owners, like, you know, fill them with too much coffee and alcohol, uh. and just put a microphone in their face and let and let them let's see where it goes from there. That definitely either has to be on pay per view or HBO because that 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 can't be censored. Look, world, if you give this to me, if you give this dirt fest. I will skip the NFL for a year. Oh yeah, this is more entertaining. I, you could you could do like any number of things to my sports fandom. If you give me this moment, you can have it. It's an even trade. Oh yeah, well I, I would take that. I'll take that. Speaking, Just to see that. Speaking of all these scandals, I got my new favorite scandal when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal.
Are you amped? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Jim Show Rome is up next Show. at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports Animal. Animal. Ah, that song's getting me a little pumped. I'm bringing, that's a nice comeback right yeah, there. That's a good comeback. I can feel that one. Yeah. What is that, Winger? Twisted Sister? I know who Twisted Sister is, but I don't <laughs> know who that song is. So congratulations to everyone's favorite baseball team, the Houston Astros. Ooh. <laughs> Up 2 nothing, heading back to Seattle. Three games left to win one game. Vernon's New York Yankees got rained out tonight. They'll be playing tomorrow. That's not this Vernon. Then heading straight to Cleveland. So who, I, I know you're Jags in football. Mm-hmm. What, Florida State college football. Yes. Who's uh, baseball? The Dodgers. Los Doyers? They're Los Doyers. Well, hey, we're in the South Valley. We're Survey. you got to say Doyers. Doyers? <laughs> So, and uh, professional basketball? Lakers. Lakers? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where you got two L.A.s and two Floridas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where'd, where'd the L.A. fandom come from? Mom's side of the family. Okay. Yeah. All right. Forced upon you. Yep. I see. It was forced upon me, but, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I want to see Dodgers, <laughs> Dodgers, Astros again. Yeah. Uh, Just so I can be in your ear the whole series. Well, uh, I don't mind telling you. At the very beginning of the year, I predicted Dodgers over Astros. Okay, okay. I'm trying to be an objective member of the sports media here and not just (laughs) say the Astros are going to win it every year because uh, they keep getting far and they keep breaking my heart. They finally won one. The Astros win one. And by the way, I'm not a bandwagon boy. I'm not an Astros fan because they started cheating like a lot of Patriots fans. Mm. But... uh, I was born and raised right outside of Houston, if you don't know that already. All right, I, I grew up with them. I'll show you next commercial break, but there's literally a picture of me in a Tequila Sunrise Astros onesie. Wow. When I was a baby. Yeah, that's how far it goes back. Is it Polaroid? Uh, it might be. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's a picture It's a picture of a picture, for sure. It's a picture <laughs> okay. of a picture. Yeah, but they keep breaking my heart. Like, they were the favorites over the Braves last year. They were the favorites over the Nationals. They were the favorites over Red Sox when the Red Sox beat them and eventually won the World Series. Are they breaking your heart or breaking trash cans? Uh, well, both. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, they were breaking trash cans in 17 and 18. Oh, uh, that's for sure. But uh, now they're just good. Sorry, haters. The Astros are very good, and they're going to be a good baseball team for a few more years. Good at cheating. Speaking of cheating, oh, they're the best at cheating. That's that's why they're the ones that got in trouble. See, the Patriots do it, and everyone praises Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. Yeah. The Astros do it, and now they're the bad guys. It's a double. It's a double standard, and I'm sick of it. Okay, so way bigger cheaters than my Houston baseball Astros is this fisherman in Ohio who people have suspected it for years mm-hmm. that they have been cheating at fishing tournaments by shoving weights down fish's throats. Fish. Fish. The fish video throat. is crazy. Fishes. Have you seen them yelling at shoving, him? Shoving, wait. It's bonkers. I there's, didn't see the video. There's about to be a riot. 
Really? Yes. Wow. They were like, we've known it for years. People in the background like, kick his ass. Wow. And people like, no, no, don't kick his ass. Call the cops. Wow. And so now there's a friggin' lawsuit against these fishermen who cheated to win prize money at fishing tournaments. And now they're going to either have to pay restitution on these tens of thousands of dollars, at least at least 30000 mm. that the lawsuit says that they can prove, and then possibly face criminal charges for fraud. I feel like watch if I watch that video, it's going to be like the cop's version of Fisherman. Yes. Just a lot of shouting and yelling and uh, what cops is, basically. Yeah, Just- it's, it's hilarious because like some of the people that were like right in the front row accusing these guys of cheating were like, You've been doing this for years. Everybody knows. Everybody knows you're a cheater. And but they're now facing. Is they're saying this guy didn't even, because they're saying like some people would go early, fish, weigh them down in the area, you know, actually go catch the fish, weigh them down, and then come back during the competition. This guy, they say, actually just went and bought the fish at the store doctored it up and then came to the competition wow. you know like he didn't even fish hey that's smart hey hey look here steve there's not a single tuna in south carolina there's no way you caught that tuna here steve i know you didn't catch that tuna steve i know you didn't <laughs> there there ain't no way dadgummit steve that's a koi that's a koi with a two-pound weight hanging out of its mouth. We're, we're not fooled anymore, we're Steve. We're fishing for yellow bass. <laughs> yellow bass, Steve. You caught a koi. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. And, and I get it because, I mean, you want the money. Like, hey, let's but, talk about the steroid era in baseball. Yeah, but 30000 is that worth? <laughs> hey, look. If you make what I make, 30000 seems like a lot of money. You know what? I'm on that list, too. I mean, I'm on that list, too. So yeah. I get it. I get it. It's not like it's like Russell Wilson like just got that huge contract and yeah. he's cheating in a fishing tournament for thirty grand. <laughs> yeah, This is just true. some dude. Some dude off the this street. This guy works at Kinko's or like Wendy's or something, and he fishes on the weekend. PetSmart. And he cheats. He works at PetSmart. That's where he got the fish weights. Exactly. Obviously. Exactly. I know where he doesn't work, Bass Pro Shops. That or Cabela's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. There would no way they no. would. I mean, you you get your ass kicked yep. if you pull something like that. Oh yeah, and you got done. a Cabela's hat on or a Bass Pro Shops hat on. Get out of here. I mean, it's hilarious. It is. It's 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 legit hilarious that you just stuff weights down a fish's mouth. Wait, is it fish or fishes? Okay, I'm going to mul- say fishes because multiple, okay, I'm sure oh, hold he on. did it more than once. Hold on, I got this. Okay, okay. Multiple fish are fish. Multiple types of fish are fishes. Uh-oh. Okay, uh, apparently 505-246-0610. We open up the sports animal hotline for you, friend of the show. But apparently co-hosts of Two Men On... One Fred Slow wants in on this discussion. What's happening, Fredo? Fred. All right, right, boys. When you're watching the video, what happens is they, like, stack up a bunch of milk crates. And then as they're stacking up the milk crates, 
they start like everyone's pulling out their pocket knives and they're just slicing the fish open like pulling out the lead weights the way you pull out like a prize from like a quarter machine and then they're they're yelling at the dude and it's every expletive you can come up with and the fisherman his jersey is just covered like a nascar in sponsorship and the next day You're cracking up a little bit, brother. I think we got him. I think we got him. So, yeah, I, I love the visual of them cutting open the fish. Just like, gutting them, like, slicing them open. Like Border Patrol, it's cutting <laughs> open stuffed animals and yeah. finding, like, poundage of cocaine, cocaine. inside yep. of it. Yep. I, hey, I love every bit of this uh, story, and thanks for the call. One half of Two Men On, Fred Slow. Uh, he'll be back with us tomorrow. So if you're a, if you got your Fred fix, need to be scratched. He'll be back tomorrow. Um, I can't get enough of this. I hope it gets litigious. I hope there are criminal charges against these guys. And I hope this. No. I hope this changes the trajectory of professional fishing, like Barry Bonds changed the trajectory of steroids. I hope this is like a monumental moment in the history of professional fishing. Ah, that's smart. That's 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 outsmarting the system. And by the way, I get there's some skill involved in fishing. There but is. This is mostly luck, right? Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of skill, but it does come down to timing and luck. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, there is skill involved. I'm not saying there's not. Fisherman five zero five two four six zero six ten. If you're a fisherman and you believe it's all skill, call me. But I think that like most of it is. You just got to catch a fish like like he's on the way to work or a meeting or something. Yeah, yeah. And like he's just like cruising up. And you're like, hey, oh, oh, no, look. Oh, what a lucky me. I caught a worm on the way to work. And like you just pull him out and you weigh him and you throw him back in. And he gets to work. And they're like, hey, Steve the fish, why are you five minutes late to work? And like, you won't believe what happened to me. <laughs> I got, I got, there's this metal piece. I was trying to eat a worm and there's this metal piece in my mouth. And this giant guy, like, he didn't have any scales or gills or anything, but he throws me back in, and that's why I'm late. Like, this is the second time, Steve, you're fired. Yeah, you're done, Steve. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. you got a hot take. We want to hear it. On the phone line is Mike. What's happening, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Peachy, my brother. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I was listening to you guys talk about fishing. I, myself... I'm a semi-pro fisherman, and it is oh, kind of like picking go. up a woman. Yes. Yeah, it is like picking up a woman at a bar. Um, I recently started dating a new girl, and her and my sister have the same name. So now every time we have sex, I think about my girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Mike. All right, you snuck that one in there. He did. And he I did. appreciate it. He did. I, I think that's just the right amount of uh, pervy and disgusting and incestuous, and it won't get us in trouble with the FCC. Probably not. Mike, congratulations. Well done sneaking that one in there. Thanks for the call. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Hey, that was that was clever. That was, that was that smart. Was, that See? was well done. what I say? Clever. That was, that was well done. Yep. All right, when we get back, we're going to wrap it up here at Perico's. Uh, hurry up and get by. We got you some Lobo tickets here. Uh, Perico's on Isleta, a shade south of Rio Bravo, having a lot of fun with it. Uh, we just poured our first coldie. 
here at Perico's, a little Modelo with lime. Yeah. little appetizer for me. I don't need uh, an appetizer when I got some Modelo. Having a lot of fun with it today. Thanks for Vernon for being with us, and we're going to wrap it up when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The Jim Rome Show. I mean, I love the game, but I don't play the game. Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Hey, this blew by, didn't it? It did, man. This went by quick. So your show on Saturday, Vernon, Chop It Up with Vern K, is going to be two hours. It is. So how, what did that feel like, like 20, 30 minutes? That felt like 30 minutes, honestly. It flies by, doesn't it? It does. It does. Time flies when you're having fun, and we're having a lot of fun out here at Pericos on Isleta, just a shade south of Rio Bravo. Great food, great drink, lovely people here. Uh, special shout-out to owner-operator Orlando Griego, also happens to be the Rio Grande High School head coach. Uh, had a great talk with him, come out and support I mean, he's Burke through and through. He is. If you're going to support somebody, support somebody who reps Burke like he does out here at Pericos on Isleta. Uh, having a lot of fun. Hey, I'm stoked for dinner. Like we got a, we're off here in like another five or six minutes, but having a lot of fun with it. Um, hold on. Uh, tell us a little bit about your show on Saturday. Okay. Um, so we're going to be doing um, local sports. Uh, professional sports. Um, we're going to be talking, you know, having special guests, talking to high school coaches around the area, um, professional athletes from around the area. I mean, you name it, we're going to have it. We're going to have call-ins. We're going to have fun. I mean, and, okay. Uh, we're going to, we got a raffle going on here at Pericos and owner operator, uh, Orlando Griego is going to come announce the winners here in a couple minutes. But uh, if we don't get to that, make sure you call into Pericos or check out the website. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. My beloved Houston baseball <coughs> Astros, baby, up to rip. It's a date so of what? They're going to lose in the they're next gonna, round. They're going to beat the Yankees again. Who and cares? then they're going to go to the World Series. Huh. And if the Dodgers can pitch, the Dodgers will upset my Astros. And uh, obviously, I'll be rooting for my Astros, but uh, this is what I picked at the beginning of the year. So I'm torn in between looking like a genius on my sports talk radio show or being a super <laughs> hard fanboy. Can I, if the if the Astros win the World Series this year, can I bring you a trash can with like the Astros emblem on it? You could bring me one now. I can. I will. Uh, okay. I will use I'm it. I'm working on it. Yes. All right. I mean, I take this stuff with a grain of salt. Like You have I mean, to at this point. What you are have you, to. Are you going to be mad at the success of your team because they had, uh, they tr- excuse me, they tried really, really hard one year? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to fault anybody for having effort anywhere. Speaking of effort, uh, Tyreek Hill put in some effort this week as he said the facilities for the Miami Dolphins are subpar. What? He wasn't talking about the stadium. Oh, he I wasn't, know we're going He wasn't with this. talking about the weight room. Yeah. He wasn't talking about the locker room. He was talking about their ping pong table. He's pretty upset with the ping pong table. So apparently the Miami Dolphins ping pong table is subpar, and he wrote uh, a very strongly worded letter to the owner, and the owners did nothing about it. 
So Tyreek Hill takes it upon himself to get a new ping pong table for the locker room to help team camaraderie. He's got enough money for it. That ain't nothing to him. <laughs> of course, it's a ping pong yeah, table. Yeah, it's a ping pong table. So I think that's funny. I, that's good. This weekend, Tyreek Hill is going to have his uh, well feet and legs and torso and body and hands full as he got to go up against the number one corner in the NFL, Sauce Garner. Who Mr. wins Sauce. this battle? Ooh. Are you talking overall? A rookie. A rookie. Is that who you're going with? A rookie. Five weeks into his rookie season is already the best corner in the NFL. Okay, so what I think is going to happen is Mr. Hill is going to introduce the rookie to what it's like playing in the NFL. He's going to pull some vet moves, some vet routes. I I, I think it's going to go Mr. Hill's way. I don't think Mr. Sauce is going to have the game that he might think he's going to have. I agree, man. Um, I don't think either of them are going to have the game that they think they're going to have. Mm-hmm. I know Tyreek's going to get his, and I know Sauce Garner. Like I've, I've watched him play. I've seen the tape. I know how talented this young man is. So, I mean, usually in football, you, know, you want to see the big play. You want to see the exciting stuff. You want to see what happens. And, our, oh, my goodness, are we doing this live right now? Oh, uh, we are. Okay, here we go. We Am got, I calling out a name? Orlando, we got two minutes here. You guys just pull out five of those. Any five five of, them. of these? Yeah. Okay. Those will be our five winners of our Okay, you got two? There's four. There's five there. There you go, five there. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, Vernon. So we're good. All right, you got your five? And these are the winners. Those five are the winners. Okay. okay. Dude, what, what, what do they win, Orlando? What do they win, Coach? All right. Okay, we got artwork, gift certificates. So we got 641. That is Vanessa Delgado. Congratulations. All right, we got 643. That is Francisco. Congrats, right, Francisco. Francisco. So they need to come back down here and pick up their stuff? All right, come back to Perico's and pick up your stuff. Is there another way they could find out if they won or not? Yeah, we have their phone number. We'll call 650. We have Jasmine. Congratulations. You got one more, Vernon? All right, let's see. 646. That is Vernon Koontz. Hey, congratulations. Hey, I won. No, 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 I'm just kidding. That's you, you win 646. A, that's Cindy. <laughs> congrats, Cindy. You already won a Modelo with lime. You chill out. <laughs> and our last winner, 649. Is that Jude or that's Jade? Jude. That's Jude. Hey, Jude. Wait a second. Come get oh, real yeah. happy. <laughs> you just won something at Pericos. <laughs> All right, we'll be down here for a few more minutes. Come get some Lobos tickets. Come get some prizes and swag. By the time we are set up again, we are out of here. Uh, thanks so much for all the callers. Thanks to owner-operator Orlando Griego, also Rio Grande High School baseball head coach. Had a lot of fun with him today. Great dude. Really appreciate giving uh, him giving us the time. Vernon, thank you so much for being here. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. Thank you for having me, and I'm excited about Saturday morning. Saturday morning, 9 to 11. Chop it up with Vern K. He's making his debut on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. 
As always, we're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We do lunch at 66 Diner. Mondays is for the boys at Howie's. And the weekends are for vodka, New Mexico. It's vodka. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. There we go. (laughs) 